Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. I'm Austin Bechtel. Pleased to be with you today on Taylor Swift Weekend. Stealing the headlines in the Steel City in what will jam-pack downtown. First concert tonight for Taylor Swift, but the mania has already begun with merchandise being sold outside Akershire Stadium. Busy, busy week in the city. And just so many different things that are going on. And so many different things going on for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But not in the same positive light as downtown Pittsburgh. Things will be hectic downtown. Things are hectic for the Buckos. Swept in Chicago. None of the games were truly close. Bucks losing yesterday 7-2. Now only one game over 500. This is a Pirates team that's now lost six of his last eight games and are scrapping for answers. Colin Holderman with a right wrist issue is now on the injured list after he was ineffective in this series early on. The Bucks were going up against... The Cy Young frontrunner in the National League yesterday and Marcus Stroman, who gave up two runs, one on a Tucapita Marcano RBI single. Also, Carlos Santana was able to drive in a run, but that was it. Buck scored two in the top half of the third inning. Chicago countered with a run of its own in the bottom of the third as Ian Happ just continues. 34 games now. For Hap that he's gotten on base against the Pirates, he continues to do damage. Hap against the Buckos is there's always a Pirates killer out there on various teams. It was Colton Wong for a while on the St. Louis Cardinals. There were various players on the Cardinals. Albert Pulhos always was a Pirate killer. Billy Hamilton on the Cincinnati Reds. Ian Hap, the Mount Lebanon product, has been that. For the Chicago Cubs against the Pirates. And he signed a long-term extension as well. So he'll be around for a while. Hap, three hits in five at-bats. He drove in two runs. He scored two runs. Improved his average to 
268 and an OPS just under 800. For the Buccos, Jack Sawinski hit two home runs in what looked like a promising game in the rain on Tuesday after the Pirates were off on Monday. But Sawinski, 0 for 4, three strikeouts, drops the average down to 243 and an 894 OPS. This division is horrendous. The Pirates are one game over. And a half game up on the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers 34-34. Begin a set in Milwaukee tonight. First pitch will be at 8 o'clock. Thrown by Julio Tehran. Opposite the Pirates at 34-33. and Both teams are 18-16 and at home. Bucks one game under 500 on the road. 16-17. and The Brewers, two games under 500 at 16-18. and And overall, the hottest team in the National League Central is the Cincinnati Reds, 34-35. and One game under 500. The Reds are an even 17-17 and on the road, 17-18 and at home. But 8-2 and in their last 10 games. The Cubs are 31-37, and significantly improving its outlook, partly due to just getting healthier. Cody Bellinger returned the success that Strowman's had. Nico Horner, as soon as he gets on base, is a threat to steal. We saw that on numerous occasions against Pirates pitching, whether it be the starters, whether it be the relievers. And the Pirates starters not doing much to be able to help a depleted bullpen that has been getting tattooed, whether it be Chicago, whether it be anybody over the last couple of games for the Pirates. The Bucks bullpen has allowed 18 earned runs in the last two days. 18 earned runs. 28 runs allowed in the series by the Pirates. That's a season high. Johan Oviedo pitched four and a third, gave up eight hits, four runs. They were all earned. One walk, eight strikeouts. Jason DeLay had two hits, scored a run, but drops the Pirates now only one game over 500 after there was a good run in the middle there where the Pirates swept St. Louis. And then the Oakland Hayes, who were just hot. What can you do about the A's right now? We'll get into the A's and their situation in just a little bit. But the Pirates led 2-1 to one going into the fifth. Johan Oviedo's pitch count was getting up there. He only got one out in the fifth inning. Ian Happ doubled, tied the game at two. Cody Bellinger doubled, gave the Cubs a 3-2 lead. Christopher Morrell hit a single, went off of Key Brian Hayes' glove. That made it 4-2. Nick Madrigal, another guy with great speed, Sacrifice bunt to make it 5-2. to two. And then Yuri De Los Santos came on as the Pirates were trying to accumulate any outs that they could. Scrap for outs as Jose Hernandez allowed two runs, one earned, two walks as well. Only was able to get one out in the inning, allowed two hits. De Los Santos went an inning and a third in the game. One hit allowed, struck out two, gave up a run as well. Rob Zestrinsky who has been throwing beach balls down the middle, it seemed like. He went a full inning. He did not give up any runs. And then Angel Perdomo, who's been a bright spot after coming out from AAA, 28, 29-year-old left-hander pitched a clean inning, did walk a batter, but did not allow any runs to come across the plate. 29-year-old 6'8 lefty is going to be called upon a lot more with the Pirates down. Colin Holderman. Dari Moretta struggled a little bit in the last couple of days. And what can you say right now about the Pirates? There was a lot of questionable calls with the umpiring. 
behind home plate, a rookie umpire, first year calling balls and strikes. But that's not something that you can hang your hat on when you lose by five runs. Pirates lost 7-2 yesterday. The day before was a 10-6 defeat where the Bucks were up 5-1. Carlos Santana, Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon led off the game with a home run. Bucks scored three in that inning. Cubs countered as Dansby Swanson hit an RBI single. But then Carlos Santana again singled in Brian Reynolds top of the third. Austin Hedges homered in the top of the fourth inning. His first home run of the season. And he decided to bat flip on the Chicago Cubs. Is that what doomed the Pirates in that game? And also throughout the remainder of the series, Austin Hedges trying to bat flip on the Cubs. Did that just put a fire in the belly of the Cubs to make sure that Austin Hedges hitting 170 is not going to disrespect us like that at our home ballpark in front of 30,000 fans at Wrigley Field, which looked absolutely jam-packed, especially in the outfield. And it was surprising that none of the games in Chicago were a day game. Wrigley known so well for day games instead of night games, especially it seems like every time the Pirates play in Chicago, there's always a day game. Not the case, but the bottom of the sixth inning is what turned it around for the Cubs in the second game of the series, and it was the bottom of the fifth that did it for the Cubs, where Chicago combined for 11 runs between the fifth inning of yesterday's game and two days ago in the sixth, where it was disastrous for the Pirates, just to say the least. But this is not a good division at all. Pirates one game over, Brewers even at 534 and 34, Reds one game behind 500. Cubs are 31 and 37. The Cardinals are the worst team in the National League. The St. Louis Cardinals, who, yes, the Pirates swept at home. Yes, with three future Hall of Famers and Nolan Arenado, Adam Wainwright, and Paul Goldschmidt, who are still putting up pretty solid numbers. Goldschmidt and MVP. Arenado, who wins the gold glove seemingly every year, who potentially could be replaced by Key Brian Hayes by the way that he's playing defensively and is starting to ramp up offensively. He had a great stretch, wasn't too good in the Chicago series, but when you improve your batting average over the last eh, three weeks and change from 220 to 260, you're bound to get a couple more looks. Also in the first game of the series, what started to lead off as a sweep, it was the worst loss of the series for the Pirates, 11-3. to Ian Happ was treating the Pirates as batting practice. Happ homered, bottom of the first inning, a three-run shot off Luis Ortiz. That was after Jack Sawinski homered in the top of the first inning to give the Bucks an early lead. His 14th, Sawinski would homer in the top of the sixth, hit his 15th of the year. Two home runs for Sawinski in the game. The Pirates had the lead in every game in the series. Bucks let off the game. First game of the series with a one nothing lead. And then a 3 to nothing lead. That's the advantage when you're near the road team. Try to get up early. Help your young pitching. Luis Ortiz turning it to Oswaldo Bido, who went four innings through 91 pitches, only gave up one run. And then came to the disaster of Rowanzi Contreras. Contreras was okay. 
in the fifth inning, but then could only record one out in the sixth as the Cubs scored six runs in the sixth inning. Contreras allowed five. He gave up three hits, two walks, only struck out one. That was the only out that he recorded. And Contreras, after moving to the bullpen, had one outing where he was okay, two innings. Didn't give up a run. That's key. He did strike out a batter, gave up one hit. That a matchup against the Mariners in Seattle at the end of May was flushed back into the rotation after Vince Velasquez was injured again and now is out for the season. Four innings, seven hits, five earned runs. Didn't walk a batter. That was encouraging. Six strikeouts for Contreras, and the velocity was up a little bit more. But then against the Oakland A's, the woeful Oakland A's, a 9-5 to loss at PNC Park where he allowed seven earned runs in the top of the first inning and only got one out. And now Contreras back in the bullpen. Why Derek Shelton opts to give him the ball in a five-run lead for the Pirates? He turned out to be okay in the fifth, but why don't you take him out after that? I know you got to get innings. You need to try to find some length after Oswaldo Bedo. He had only pitched 92-93 pitches. was his high in AAA. He's making his major league debut. He's had a really good outing. You don't want to try to tax him any more than what he's already given you. But to be able to put Rowanzi Contreras, and this really at this point doesn't have anything to do with Beto after he's already an inning removed from the game. We're in the sixth. The Pirates have a chance to win this ball game. Look to try to continue some momentum after taking two out of three from the Mets. And Rowanzi falls flat on his face. The velocity was just not there. He's not locating. He doesn't look confident on the mound. Every time there's another base hit into the gap, or even if it's just a weak single or another walk, you can see the frustration on Contreras' face and just the disappointment and just knowing that things are going completely awry for him. And the only possible solution right now for Contreras is for the Pirates to pitch him, whether it be they're losing by seven runs, maybe they're lo- maybe they're winning by seven runs is the only occasion where you can put them in there, but do you want to pitch them in a seven-run ball game and potentially cut the, gra- the gap down to three? Or do you send the 23-year-old right-hander back down to AAA? He be- debuted in 2021, pitched a couple of games. He is the most disappointing player on the Pirates this season. There are a couple other candidates that you could look at. Luis Ortiz has been okay, but he's only pitched a couple of games. He hasn't been here the full season. Would you consider Austin Hedges a disappointment? We knew that he was the worst hitting catcher in the game, but we knew that he had a chance to be the best offensive catcher in the game. And it takes us to Andy Rodriguez and Henry Davis. They could be up really at any day right now or the Super 2 day. There's no firm date to when Super 2 is, but it's around the middle of June. And Austin Hedges bat flipping on the Cubs and then not being able to produce much more after that. And the Pirates getting rocked by the Cubs bats, led by Ian Happ, the Matt Levin product, does not make you feel very confident at all going into Milwaukee, which begins today, first pitch at 8 o'clock. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. I'm Austin Bechtel with you. show is presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Coming up, We'll get into the Oakland A's and what Commissioner Rob Manfred had to say. And if this was an indication of just what baseball is looking at, what's the future of baseball, with Nevada governor signing a bill pledging $380 million 
to a plan for a stadium in Las Vegas. That's coming up next. I'm Austin Bechtold. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 